So is it fair to then say that a lot of your effort is about conversion of users in the session while they're in? Because jewelry is also not a, you know, a purchase which you make often. So I don't know mm -hmm. how retention plays versus how conversion plays. Uh, would you be able to delve a little bit into this? Oh uh, Yes, definitely. So uh, it's not just a conversion that we're looking at, uh, but more from... Uh, what can I say, uh, the customer pain points that we are trying to solve, mm. what kind of design that, that we are uh, providing to the customers. For okay. example, if Ankur or Anak as a customer comes onto the website, they are they are, they are on the website for some reason, right? Sure. Maybe we are looking for a product, maybe we are looking for a service, maybe we are just exploring designs, so on mm. and so forth. Now, basis that we have crafted different uh, journeys for the mm. customer. And if we are able to map the journey or intent of the customer with our journey, nothing like it. Sure. So, uh, we identify at each level, we identify the different set of users who are coming in for mm. what kind of uh, uh, offering that they are looking purpose. at or intent. Mm. And basis that they flow in the respective funnels and then we see the our end uh, conversions which happens. Okay. So, so conversion is, is the same journey say, of the user, which means uh, if I've come to the platform once, mm -hmm. I would have, let's say, different paths I could take and that yeah. is... Let's say where you're doing a lot of curation to make sure I have a certain journey based on the intent that yes, comes with. Yes. And uh, the steps in my journey get optimized from a conversion perspective. Now, uh, this is still talking about a single session conversion play versus a re-engagement retention reorder play. Yeah. So in terms of your mind share and mm -hmm. the kind of ticket sizes you operate with, I'm assuming yeah. there's a spectrum, but is there a center point of your sweet spot that where your ticket sizes operate? Yeah, yes, definitely. So our ticket values range between like uh, 30 to 35,000. So that is what which, our ticket value is. make it is. an occasion purchase in uh, some sense? Actually, no. Uh, yeah. So that was a initial bias that each of us uh, has that yeah. jewelry is not purchased daily or people don't do it. But essentially people do it. So uh, there is a lot of impulse buying that is happening. Mm. There is a lot of uh, gifting that happens. There is a lot of occasional buying that happens. So it is a mixture of all these kind of purposes that, that are mm. clubbed together and then uh, a jewelry is Wouldn't that be amazing if you were able to sell 35-40k kind of stuff with impulse kind of behaviors? Yeah. That's such an amazing position to be definitely, in. Right? Definitely. Yeah. So I mean, that obviously goes against the uh, common thought that one would yeah, have about jewelry. Yeah. But tell me something now, jewelry in e-commerce and you're at a fairly decent scale, it runs into mm -hmm. hundreds of pros is my impression. Mm -hmm. How uh, has a shift kind of played out in terms of was it like uh, ease of access, ease of variety, ease of options or what is it that the consumers uh, coming to online platforms for? I mean everything. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's not just one thing, uh, but to enlist a few, it could be, for example, when we go offline, uh, do you get access to thousands of designs sure. to view at? So uh, probably there could be a few tens or few hundreds if a customer is willing to look at those designs. Mm -hmm. But online, the you can see actually infinite thousands catalog, of designs, yeah. infinite catalog, How big right? Is catalog? So uh, it's almost ten thousand plus 10, SKUs. SKUs. Wow. So you can browse all of them. Hmm. Moreover, uh, we are using or leveraging technology to such an extent wherein user can actually see the product on themselves by using virtual reality, hmm. augmented reality. Hmm. They can actually view those products on them as to how it looks. So uh, we are doing n numerous. So this stuff. is the experiential side. So one is a variety. Yeah. Second is a whatever uh, experiencing Experience, on yourself. So yes. the whole virtual thing, kind of you know what people would do in front of the mirror, right, you're able right. to do it virtually as well. Moreover, okay. transparency uh, mm. offline. Uh, I'm sure uh, that a lot of national players are transparent, mm. including Kalyanjalas. But uh, the kind of transparency, the kind of questions that a customer has mm. uh, online, he gets answers to all of them. Because uh, he or she gets price breakup, he gets various other details of mm. uh, the product that he's buying. And that's your trust building yes. exercise in some yes. sense, right? Yes. So it's a high value category, people will take time to build trust and that's where you put in this upfront conscious effort of Correct. putting all this content out upfront in some sense. Right. Okay, so this brand which is transparent, what else is driving people online? Uh, 
Okay, ease category. of access. Uh, yeah. We talked about. We talked about ease of access uh, experience. Experience. Uh, the variety we talked of about. Choices. Yeah. So and uh, what's the demographic of these people? Who are these people? Where are they from? Uh, so uh, essentially, Kander is positioned mainly for uh, tier one cities. Mm. Uh, we are seeing uh, people from uh, aged between. Uh, almost 30 to 45 kind of uh, age bracket is there mm. uh, or we would want to call them like uh, modern parents uh, mm. who are essentially into this journey of uh, being called as proud parents because they are earning well they sure. are they are good they are doing good in their lives mm. uh, but a significant shift that we have seen in the recent time is that people from tier 2 tier 3 are also coming onto our platform mm. and they are engaging like no one uh, would expect uh, so uh, th there is a shift in pattern and that is happening. And also, it's a big function of the kind of catalog they have access to. Yes, here is amazing. Yes, yes. And this, um, you know, adoption of the Kalyan kind of relationship yeah, help yeah. matters in terms of building trust. Definitely, I'm definitely. Sure, right? Yeah, yeah. Because, because uh, it's a legendary uh, brand, mm -hmm. right? So uh, it's out there since 1993. Uh, people love Kalyan Jealous, and uh, that is the backbone of Kinder as well. You have brand ambassadors which yeah, have done quite yeah, well. Yeah, so there yeah, is the whole yeah. soft side of how people trust the brand, and then there is a the hard side of the data science which Correct. you put in motion to get all of this conversion in place. Right. So